as easy for I do we just press record on one yeah. one microphone. I mean, I feel like we should have been doing this the whole time. Well, that, that is true, but there is a mm. gulf of 100 miles between yeah. our two domiciles. That's very true. But you know, um, I was considering for our season finale. What? But perhaps we should let the people in to how we do our uh, audio checks. Okay. Mainly, uh, so, for, to, to line up the audio channels when uh, we are in separate places, which today we are not. For the first time ever. For the first time. No, we're not in the first place for the first oh, time Oh, no, ever. I mean, we've seen each other. Yeah. Famously, for 30 years. <coughs> but um, we are recording this in um, Freud's glorious little flat, which I've never been to before, and it's super cute. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. And having a, a beverage, Except for my dusty trolley, which is shameful. Listen, you can't be telling the audience about your dusty <laughs> trolley, you dirty, dirty wee bairn. <laughs> A.K.A. my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Freud has a drinks trolley, which... <laughs> Uh, she says it's dusty. I think it looks uh, antique and distinguished. <laughs> it's dirt. The <laughs> um, thing is, it's also very well used, so it has no right no to be right that to be. dusty. No. But when we're, we do, quite often we do like a synchronised clap, so I count down from three and then we do a clap at the end, which is easy to find. Which is terrible. On, it's, it makes it quite easy to line up just visually when you're looking at the sound waves. Mm-hmm. Um, but then to check that there's no delay. Which we, there often is. Which we often is. We will sing a a song that requires a call, call and response, response. Uh, and I don't think we've ever sung the song correctly. Actually, no, maybe we'll I should get, get the lyrics the up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Such as, it feels like something's heating up. Can I leave with you, ladies? I don't know what I'm thinking about. Running with you, gassy. And it feels like something's heating up. Can I leave with you, ladies? I don't know what I'm thinking about. Um, and it actually puts me in a really good mood. Me too. It always it. makes yeah. you feel really pumped. And it's, a, it's a bit sad that we didn't need it today, and yet we still did it. Well, I, I like letting people BTS behind the scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes. Is that the name of that band? Yeah. Is that? Is that does it stand for behind the scenes? I don't know actually. Call in if you know what BTS stands <laughs> for. <laughs> We're waiting by the phones. I did want to touch base with you about how I finally watched Outlander. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> yes! Because you've been having a go at me about it for fucking ages. Please Ask tell me you were hummed in the whole time. Were you wide in? Were you, were oh my you, god! Was your wit lengthening? I'm not there yet. What? Because. What? Because, mm, I don't know. Where were you up to? Episode two. Oh, okay. I watched they, two episodes. Have they been shagging yet? She shagged her husband. Oh, you're fine. Oh, no, you're fine. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> I mean, also, I fucking love that actor who plays her husband. His name's Tobias Menzies. Menzies? Menzies? I don't know. But he is great. He's phenomenal. And he is, I find him very handsome. Yes, but he normally plays like because I was like you know he's very handsome and very dashing but he doesn't normally play the handsome dashing character he's normally kind of a seedy mm. bloke but then it makes perfect sense when they go back in time and he's and he is the seedy bloke the seedy relative and I'm oh like oh my god you're gonna you are that oh my god I'm literally looking into your future and I see greatness I see I'm so, greatness coming upon you and the thing is oh come I mean, I don't oh, know. Actually, do you know what? Fuck it, we're not watching films, we're just going to watch Outlander. I mean, I'd be quite happy to watch Outlander. Oh my god, Freud is literally doing his shit. I've just realised, because normally, if I make a really slurpy drink sound, I can cut it out really easily <laughs> because we're on separate channels, but today, 
I'm not gonna be able to do yeah, just that. Everyone's got to, do you know what? Have a drink with us, guys. Yeah. Should we? Should we? Oh, can we do the sound sound effects of a clink. Oh, we'll Have do you got it. a drink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is late nights with Shadow Freuder. Oh, that's oh, that really terrible. disappointing. Sorry, I think it's the way I was holding my glass. Right, try again. Oh, <laughs> can we not make it work? Come on, okay. do do like a more of a. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. You have to leave all of this in. Oh. Desperately don't trying worry, to I know, I know what the people want, and it's me doing shit foley work with two fucking IKEA glasses. What I was thinking is, so in Outlander, the the protagonist, she uh, was a Claire. Na- Claire was a nurse in the war. So she goes back to olden times, um, which is not as olden as I thought. I don't. Know, I had I had it in my head it was going to be like proper medieval. like well like Celtic Braveheart Scotland. Right. So she's a nurse. So she has lots of nursey powers, and she's good at um, fixing people. Yeah. And that enables people to like her and trust her because mm. she's useful straight away. And I'm thinking, oh my god, if this happens to me, you'd be literally dead. What the fuck would I offer? You'd well, I might not be dead. They might still take pity on me and take me back to their king or whatever. But what the fuck would I offer them? Do you need some event management? Mm-hmm. Like, can... yeah. Do you need some organisation? I know a great restaurant nearby. <laughs> Can I interest you in some budgeting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do a great spreadsheet. Would you like uh, me to write a funding bid yeah. for a local authority? I will pretend like I know how to use a pivot table up until and including the point you asked me to do a pivot table. <laughs> at which point I'm going to Google how to do a pivot table. Do you know, somebody introduced a pivot table to me the other day. I've never heard of one before in my life. Oh my God, I still don't, I still do don't really know what they are. I literally once used that in an interview. And then my first day of the job, they were like, I've made this pivot table, it's not working out, can you look at it for me? And I was like, I did it once, four years ago, and I cannot remember how to do it. What is it? It's a different function on Excel where you can, like, use data within the same spreadsheet for, like, different things. It sounds horrid. I'm not a big fan. Um, I avoid them, and I just don't talk about being able to do them anymore because it's a fucking lie. But yeah, basically, I just sort of had a realisation that, you know, I can never fully embrace this fantasy because mm-hmm. were I to get transported Useless. back to the 1800s, 1700s, I would, um, I'd have nothing to offer. Yeah. So no one, no dashing Highlanders are going to fall in love with me. Yeah, sorry about that, babe. Welcome to Misery Lost Company. The podcast dedicated to those moments in life so tragic, embarrassing, pathetic and frustrating that the only solace is that they make a good story. We are your hosts, Chardon. And Freuda. Season finale. Season finale. 16 episodes we've made. season finale anyway let's make it special and do it when we know we're going to be together we're going to be in the same area we're going to be in the same county hello in Essex Essex so here we are in my lovely living room it's very nice and I am now going to have your real time face when I tell you about arguably it's one of the most embarrassing things that happened to me last week okay hit me so 
I, the listeners may not know, but Chardon, you are fully aware, I've recently taken on evening classes to expand my knowledge Mm -hmm. um, and increase my employability in my preferred area of work. And that involves, Monday and Wednesday nights, I go to an actual university institution. Oh, one of those. And last, I want to say Wednesday... It okay. could have been last Monday. I cannot recollect. But one of the evenings last week, I made my way to university. Now, I hadn't pooped on that day. Okay. And my stomach was not feeling great. And I tried to poop before I left the office, but it wasn't happening. And I was like, do you know what? Maybe it's just not my day today. So do you know you what go a whole day without pooping? Well, no. Not usually. But I thought, oh, maybe something's gone on and I'm a bit bummed up. But I have to go. You know, my class is at six. Let's go. Pooping. Yeah. As I was walking, I'm assuming the movement worked. Jiggled. And shimmied. I literally I got into the university building and my stomach dropped. Do you know that feeling of oh I'm not bummed up. There's another problem here. (laughs) So I've only been going there for five weeks. It was my fourth week at the time, last week. That's how weeks work. So yes. my fourth week last week. And yeah. um, I'm still not 100% sure of the lay of the land. I mean, I only go there two times a week. So I've only been there eight times. Maths. How it works. Maths. And so I've not found my pooping spot yet. I don't know about you, but when I go somewhere for an extended period of time, you work out where's safe if. Where's safe? If. Disaster should strike. Is there a single toilet somewhere? Is there somewhere yeah. where there's a bathroom that isn't frequently used? I get it, yeah. You, know, you go for your pooping spot. That had not worked. I hadn't worked out yet, and it was a desperate situation. So I went in the first bathroom I could find. Of course. And I went hard. Oh, right. And it was awful. Oh, no. Audio nasal other senses it was it was horrendous there's <laughs> only five <laughs> all of them all of the senses all of the senses it went bad <clears throat> and obviously disaster struck mm-hmm. i heard the door open oh, no. and it's a two-stool bathroom and i thought i can't i can't do it so i heard the first door go well what's the all you have to do is stay in your stool until that person leaves the thing was i was finishing up so and I, I, don't pan- know that. I panicked, Chardon. Okay, I panicked. So oh, what that was, was that? my speaker turning itself off. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. It's <laughs> very really sad. Um, oh, you don't want to use me anymore. No, I'll just go away then. Fine, um, I'll just I'll just die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. So anyway, I had one door open and close, mm-hmm. and then I had the second door open and close, and I thought, right. Flush and run. Wash your hands first, but flush and run. Good. Let's get out of here. So I... And also, it obviously the weather's turned, yes. so I had a lot of belongings. Yeah, lots of stuff. And, like, the stalls are really, like, small. Oh, and got a shimmy. Like, yeah. it was awful. So I literally, like, finished, flushed, and gathered up my belongings to run. So I'm not underestimating or understanding it here when I say I flung that door open ready to wash and go and as I flung the door open there she was 
in front of me at the sinks touching up her makeup. Oh, but why was that? Was it because it was smelly? No, I thought she the was... second door closed was her going into the stall yeah. next to me. But it wasn't. But it was not. Okay. It was a double door bathroom that I had not recollected. Okay. <laughs> so I was faced with her knowing that everything I'd created, she now knew was mine. And I have the most ridiculous yellow puffer jacket, which I was wearing at the time. <laughs> it's a so very I knew, nice coat. So I knew I was easily identifiable. Could be missed. You know? Like, I'm not blurring in the background in that coat. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's always going to know me when I wear that coat now. Yeah, but she's not going to remember that you were in the toilet at the same time as her. She is... Oh! Oh, she's going to remember. Okay? She is going to remember. But she wasn't in there while you were pooing. Oh, she heard the tail in. Oh, tail in. <laughs> oh, don't say the tail in. So she heard the splash. Yeah, she heard, splash. she heard the, the end. Oh, and it, it was it was her, But anyway, it was horrendous. And it was that awful beat of a moment where you open the door and you're like, oh, no. You should have closed the door. Just closed the door. Because I already had to like shimmy around the toilet with all of my belongings. To yeah. To the door open. It's too it wasn't, late. There was no retreat. Oh. I, so I had to come out and very slowly wash my hands so that she knew I was using the appropriate amount of soap and yes. washing and then obviously dry them afterwards. I just stood there like, you never see this person again. She was in my lecture. Yeah. 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 She was in that my That sounds lecture. about right, yeah. So I'm going to see her now. <laughs> she has already forgotten about you in your toilet. She I'm... has not forgotten. I'm sure she has. Because I would not forget. I, I was going to forget that. Do you remember the names and faces of people who've done stinky poos in your, in your vicinity? In your life? Well, no, because you never really see their face. I know of one woman at my work that pooped in a stall next to me... <laughs> Because it was just me in the bathroom, right. and she said hello to me, and then went and pooped audibly. Everybody poops. Everybody you know? poops. But you keep it private, okay? You keep it. You keep it private. No one. I mean, I was not well. No. It could not have been avoided, but I didn't want to be faced with the realization that someone had witnessed it. Oh. So she's my new best mate. We're going to be friends forever. You should just make friends. You should, In fact, you should address it and just be like, sorry, the day I first met you, I've just done an absolutely catastrophic poo. <laughs> so I need to apologise if you heard slash smelt slash tasted, felt it, and all that. <clears throat> Let's just put all our cards on the table. It was a stinky, stinky, stinky time for everybody, and I'm so sorry. Let's be friends. So yeah, that was that was my week last week, and it really just it nosedived from there. If I'm completely honest, what your week? Yeah, not as bad as you. You know, falling over in your garden. I did fall over in my garden. I just had a stupid day anyway. Like I hadn't done. It was really unproductive. I went to the shops and spent too much money. You know, and you feel guilty. Yeah. Like, oh God, I didn't need to do that. And then, just everything kept going wrong. I kept dropping things, having a clumsy time, and then 
I was stepping out of my back door to go to my garage where we hang up the washing. And there's a step down into the garden. And I was wearing, like, comfy woolly socks. No. But with flip-flops. Oh, God. So it was a disaster going to happen. And I fell out of the door, down the sort of one step's worth of height. The washing flew everywhere. I landed, like, on my face. <laughs> elbows, knees. And I was wearing, like, a short sort of T-shirt dress. Nice. I sometimes wear when I'm working from home. Because it's comfy, uh, but that obviously flew right up. Uh-huh. So I mean, I had knickers on, but still bum yeah. to the world. Um, and I mean, I was in my own garden, so I wasn't being inappropriate. But still, if anyone was looking out of the garden at that time, <laughs> um, they just seen my just seen my big old ass yeah. just exposed to all. Um, and now I've got a hurty right foot. So I've got a hurty left knee and a hurty right foot. So I'm just limpy loo. Oh, babes. And it's just not It's just not a good look. It's just not where you want to be in your life. It's not where I want to be at 30 and a half, you know? Yeah. like. So, I mean, that's what you guys missed last week anyway. So last week I was in a play. A play? That I wrote. Um, wrote the theme tune. Write the, the theme, theme tune, tune. Sing the theme tune. Um... But that was good, and nothing particularly tragic happened in that area. It all sort of went quite well. Um, Successful, some might say. Yeah, yeah, a triumph even. Yeah, an um, arc to triumph. My dad did say that when I came out. He went, a triumph. And I was like, oh, That's the cutest Papa. Um, No, it went quite well, but, um, but it did have me reflecting, and there's plenty of tragic examples I could give uh-huh. you of things that have happened on and off stage. During my years as a student and then subsequently as an adult trying to do theatre. And, you know, you were a drama kid as well. I was, but I, I very... Uh, I early on in life realised that that was not the path for me. <laughs> right. That this was not where I would find where, success. Where was the... um? I think I do think it was actually my A-level drama. Like, don't get me wrong, I never thought I was talented enough to, you know, progress it. But I thought I might have at least enough median talent to you know continue with an amdram society <coughs> i still think like you are you're a jazzy person i'm a jazzy person but i'm not i don't commit you, know? you do have to be bothered because yeah. it is a pain in the neck to to do things of and your I own volition i'm just honestly that oh god my a level job i'm literally just since you mentioned i'm just thinking back to it because it is just absolutely tragic like it's what's the worst the actual show like the play itself that we compiled of um one character's speeches from Shakespeare play it was I mean I went to see this you did come to see I did Uh, but I'm like trying to work out what's the most tragic bit the actual thing or the fact that we got all we all got used as a mark for it the school which was unheard of and I believe is still fairly unheard of from institutions paid for it to be remarked <laughs> and we all got less on the second round of marking that is impossible that is so well, no, we bizarre. all have the same grade but it's like it's in points right i think it's yeah. like to 30 is a u right or something and from my memory i got a 29 in the first marking Aww. and in the second marking i got a 27 i find that so bizarre because like in anything else like geography to get a u means you fucking don't turn up yeah. like yeah. so with drama i mean i went to see the show and you had rehearsed it and you had costumes and it happened and it you happened ha- you <laughs> but you know like at the very least 
effort had been put in and there was a concept and stuff. Yeah. So the fact that it got a U just seems impossible to me. Oh, I mean, it was terrible. I actually found the DVD not too long ago. Oh, my God. We're not. Oh, please. No, we're not. Can we describe it? So Okay, so it was... It was me and three pals. I say pals. We were contractually obliged by <laughs> our A levels to do to this. be pals. Um, it was me and three other students. We had to do our own interpretation of a Midsummer Night's Dream, and what we decided to do. And to be honest, I blame the teacher. I'm not gonna lie because she should have listened to our concept and gone, "No, it's shit." Um, we decided that we were going to focus on the character of Puck. Of course. Robin Goodfellow. Yeah. And, and it was called The Many Facets. Facets of Robin Goodfellow. <laughs> um, honestly, we decided we would By take... By Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> yeah, we would take all of his speeches, because they were fairly synced. He was actually an incredibly, you know, complex character, and we would all be a different kind of... I guess we were the original Inside Out. I feel yeah. like maybe a producer from yeah. Inside Out came to see us. Because someone was happiness, sadness... What were the four of you? Because I do remember you telling me at the time. There was like happiness, sadness... I and... was anger. And then I think what one was the fourth was one? Lust. Lust? I think so. I mean, I can't remember. Oh, I do remember Lucas Lust. You had like black and white clown makeup on. Yeah. And I feel like the girl who was Lust had had, like a heart. Yeah. Yeah. That's so deep, man. Yeah, so deep. It was so conceptual. (laughs) And we sort of portioned out these speeches. I remember there was a ladder. Oh, don't. That was how we... Oh, my God. It's like... theatre at your oh, school because Freud and I did not go to the same school so me and my mum and maybe your mum I'm my imagining mum was there as well bear in mind it's the only thing of mine she's ever come to and it was the worst thing I've ever done oh, no. so it means that she's never come to anything <laughs> ever again um, and so there's a ladder on stage with a, a oh, big I sheet I actually don't think I can relive it there's a ladder on stage with a big sheet over it it wasn't a big sheet it was paper it was brown paper it was brown paper and you were all under we the V the, we the were ladder. in the V of the ladder and then did you burst out of we it we all burst out <laughs> of the ladder oh my god that blew my mind but also it was very... we had the opening music was Muse Knights of Sidonia oh my god so trendy oh it was honestly that's so 2009 oh god the more I think about it, the more I think, what a tragic little life, Jane. No, but I don't... I'm not being funny. I, as a student, saw many A-level drama pieces. Uh, I worked in a school for a long time. I saw uh-huh. a lot of A-level and GCSE drama pieces. They're all like this. You've yeah. got to pull the concept out of your ass. And sometimes um, it's all a bit conceptual and weird and doesn't necessarily make sense. But it, what you get marked on is just kind of your thought process. Yeah. So that, I mean, it's cringe, it's but it's not a you. It's awful. It's not definitely not a you. I still get upset about that. I know you do, but yeah, that, oh God, the more I think, I mean, at that point, after that mark, I decided to leave the stage and I genuinely, <laughs> And your fans back. were, fans were so upset. My mum was fucking grateful. She was like, oh my God, <laughs> I never have to sit through another one of them again. Um, oh. But yeah, that was oh god. No one's gonna take me alive. <laughs> Bursting out of this paint. The but time I think... has come to make things right. 
no. But I think I remember you telling me what was going to happen. So I knew, I knew that you and three other sweaty teenage girls were inside this ladder waiting to burst <laughs> forth. And like, because obviously you... a big ladder and I'm not a small person. <laughs> but also, like, you'd have had to be there for the whole pre-show. So like 15 minutes. I was just... <laughs> <laughs> I like. I love a pre-show. Okay, you know when something's happening on stage yeah. while the audience are filing in. Uh, you know, it's it's classic. I love the idea of you just sitting there being like that fucking knob's in there this whole time. <laughs> I, just, I was sat like meters away from you. It was such a weird feeling to be like, well, I know Freud is there. <laughs> The worst thing is, right, is there was one girl in my group who was absolutely tiny. She was a very, very thin human, naturally occurring, which makes it all the more infuriating. She's probably fat now. No, she's not. Oh, really? Yeah. And she's actually, she's a lovely person as well, which is really frustrating. But she was, so bear in mind, in this, in this ladder V, in the main body we're all there but we're all sort of like we fish around each other like little puzzles. did you all have your feet on the floor we We all had our feet on the floor but like i think i was crouched down and there was you know stuff like that but as we were deciding how we would leave the thingy because bear in mind we haven't been there for 15 minutes because we was we were essentially sewn in you know, oh, of course, so you'd have had to stand there while somebody else put all the papers in. <laughs> you could have run out of oxygen. Right? I mean, I don't think it was done very well. It was very flappy at the bottom. But anyway. What's that? You could definitely see feet like shuffling around. <laughs> so, we were deciding how we would leave the, you know, yeah. the, the ladder. And obviously, I, I, remember- was, I was anger, so I just burst I out. do have a big memory of you just bursting out of it like King Kong, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But this skinny, lovely human being decided that she was going to crawl through oh. a step gap. So, but the steps also papered over? And the whole thing was papered yeah, over. Yeah, I can't remember, yeah. We were in the ladder, yes. covered up. Yeah. So, so she, she crawled through. She crawled through the steps in the ladder. Yeah. And I thought, if you, if I was ever going to die, it would be after seeing that. Twelve years on, still a fat cunt. You're not supposed to be able to fit through a ladder step. As I said, she was naturally occurring. Well, she was also a child, you know. She was eighteen. Yeah, but I bet she still couldn't do that nowadays. I reckon she could. I'll show you pictures of her later. Should we ring her up and say, yeah. you've got a ladder here, can you just settle a disagreement <laughs> for me? <laughs> Would you mind coming over? Would yeah. you mind? I haven't spoken to you in 12 years. So that was that was <clears> the <throat> last time for my doing fans. If you ever wanted to know why I left the stage. The theatre. The theatre. Full <laughs> mistress of the boards. Um... <laughs> It was because of that absolutely dreadful and just shameful experience. Fucking drama, like school drama is just oh. such a fucking joy. <laughs> like I absolutely hated it. Like, I loved it, but I hated it. I hated like the bits you had to, you know, do you know what I mean? Like the bits you had to do. Like you'd always have to play like those warm-up games and do those oh, icebreakers yeah. and stuff. And well, I've never like, stopped doing that. But I'm like, I've known these people for 12 years. I think I know what their fucking favourite is. It's about getting into the zone of the session. Look, I was never going to be a successful actress. Okay? <laughs> so don't even get matters quite as much. 
We had um so many ridiculous fucking A level things. We um one of our A level pieces in our final year was um it was based around a stimulus, and our stimulus was the news story of Joseph Fritzl, which is what was Vogue at the time. Wow, yeah. And we're going light. Well, yeah. Well, that's it. The thing is, is with teenagers, you can't go light because what teenagers want to make. Yeah. Everyone wants. They want to be shocking. They want to be dramatic and they want to be shocking. Um, we didn't uh, do anything too literal. We did a play about an abusive father. Yeah. And uh, my friend played the father and I was the mother <laughs> and um, two girls in the class played our daughters and the idea was that he was abusing them and then I found out and it was a big Is this the one thing. that I just saw the picture for? You did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, there was like a little family photo and yeah. it was ridiculous. Like, we were always slapping each other in <laughs> A-level stuff. But we did Blood Brothers and I properly, like the teacher tried to show me how to slap someone like stage combat. Yeah, but it slap. wasn't a stage combat slap because it was it was actually hitting someone, but in such a way that apparently it made it hurt less. Which, in retrospect, was such a child protection issue. Yeah, just have them. I'm going to show you how to slap each other yeah. properly. And I so I had to properly clobber this boy who was playing my son in Blood Brothers, and that was one thing. And this is a year later. I did Blood Brothers too. I played the mum that gave up the kid. Oh, I was the posh mum who ah, received I was, the kid. I was the, uh, I was Mrs. The Johnston? Yeah. Ew! Blood Weezy Brother! Dowers, Don't shoot him! He's your blood brother, Eddie! I don't, I mean... Did you not do the accent? I did Irish. That does make sense, actually. Yeah. Liverpool. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, yeah, And it's the only accent I could, at that time, conceivably do. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I don't think I can do it now. So, yeah, there was... Uh... <clears throat> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a shock. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. You can't even cut it out. I can. Oh, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> you just look so shocked at your own behaviour. That was what got me. Um, oh, I didn't mean for it to happen. <laughs> oh, that really... Do you know when it just it just bubbles straight away and it's going to... I know, it came out of nowhere. It's alright, we're, oh, fr- we're all friends so here. Sorry. We're all friends here. I'm us sorry. and our 30 odd subscribers, we're yeah. all friends here. So our, our family, our abusive family thing... And my mate, a different bloke, um, playing my husband, properly smacked me each time. There was, oh. a se- there was a scene where we had an argument and it culminated with him slapping me around the face. And he was like, I have to do it properly. I'm a method actor. <laughs> no, it was fine. It was just a laugh. And it was very... Um, I remember my mate, uh, who was playing the elder daughter, we had like a very small set of stairs that were set up and they only just, they went up to and then down to. Yeah. They were just in the corner to signify that somebody was going upstairs. It didn't lead to anything. Yeah. Um, it's actually a very clever bit of staging. Um, and I knew. Uh, no one was covered in paper. <laughs> and, and she properly stacked it in the middle of her performance. It's like a really dramatic scene where the dad was like commanding her to go upstairs, like knowing that he was going to follow her and abuse yeah. her. She just properly stacks it as she went up these stairs and just carried on. <laughs> it was great. Um, so yeah, the, the plot was that you know we gradually find out that this abuse is happening and we stop it happening. And there was a bloke in our group who was absolutely surplu- superfluous to needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name was 
gym. And gym. Is that just because you looked at a bottle of gin? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and he had the role of the elder daughter's boyfriend uh-huh. who figures out what's going on. Um, this boy was obsessed with like horror films like the Saw movies. Oh, God. Um, which isn't a bad thing. He was pleasant enough. He was just... Yeah, but com- was he trying to continually... He was trying to jazz things up yeah. a lot. And then <laughs> he was like, how about in this scene, you find me in a cupboard and I've been beaten up by the dad. And I'm like... To what end? But also, it's a play. Yeah. How can I find you in a cupboard? We can't have a cupboard on stage. Just randomly a cupboard. Oh, I wonder who's in the cupboard. And also, like, you, there's yeah. there's no camera. The audience is this big pile of people here. How the fuck am I supposed to... Yeah. I can't aim the audience. It's not... There's no, yeah. I can't do a shot of you being yeah. found. It's not a movie. It's not a secret aside. I know, but it was so bizarre. He kept going, mm. when's the scene where I get found in the cupboard? And we're like, Jim, we're fucking not. Fucking never, mate. Fucking never. never. The same guy missed a uh, rehearsal for this particular show. Uh, we were at school waiting for him to arrive. It was like a, during the half-term yeah. holidays. And um, and he uh, was like, I can't come. A seagull flew through my window. <laughs> and I had to like nurse it back to health and take it to the local vet. Oh, fuck off, Jim. <laughs> Fuck off, Jim. And we were just like, for real? And like, our drama teacher absolutely despaired of this boy because he was always making excuses for stuff and just genuinely saying Mm. things that were fucking wild. And uh, he was like, where's Jim? So we showed him the text. And this drama teacher, who was proper sarky, always had something to say about everything, just looked at the text in just in despair and just shook his head. <laughs> just like I have been broken. I've been yeah. broken by this fucking thing. Only other absolutely dreadful thing that's happened to me whilst on stage, and I say whilst on stage, it was in that black theatre at my school. Yes. Um, is I fell and I fell hard. Right. Off a to like you know when you're at school and you don't. There's obviously there's no stage materials like so you just have like space things like where you have like a big block yeah or something we had a big block and we were doing i feel like it was 39 steps okay no i was playing the police officer in 39 steps or police officer. i was a really stupid one i can't remember what it was yeah and i was up on these on this big block yeah and i took a step and i did the dreadful thing <laughs> of you know when you fall and consciously you're aware that you're falling, but it's like you have a less than a split second decision to go, do I try to prevent the fall? Or do I just accept? Or do I accept the fall? Yeah. And sometimes accepting the fall is just the better option. Because you still fall, but you probably don't do some embarrassing arm flailing or as you're you going. Or you don't injure yourself more. Yeah. You go, if I just succumb to the fall... That's what I did yesterday. Yeah, and yeah. you just you just go fuck it. It's it's happening now. I did not do that because we were performing it. For oh, this an was audience. the performance. This oh, was right. the performance. I began to fall and I fell so hard off of the block. But as I went down, as I tried to correct myself, I'd actually hit my thigh on the corner of the block. Yeah, and fortunately. As I'm such a great character actor, yeah. the audience obviously thought that 
that it was all part of, of my course. characterization yes. of the character. Right. I literally had to crawl away. Like, I couldn't even stand. <laughs> I had just crawled myself into our little pretend wings. I'd ripped all of my trousers from where I'd hit the right. corner. Oh, no. <laughs> and I just remember there's pictures from that. I've not got them anymore or because they used to be, this is MySpace days. Oh, yeah. So they were on MySpace of me literally sweating from, like, the pain because I was such a trooper, I just continued oh, on. Oh, yeah. I couldn't let the audience down. They paid nothing to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Um, and it was honestly, it was one of those, I've still got, I'll show you later, but I've still got a broken vein. Sure, fuck it, I'll show you now, you're here. Get your, get your leg out. Show you enjoy my really sexy know, pants. Enjoying your sexy pants. Oh my god, is that, so that's always there. There is like a purple star it's a shape. a broken vein. On a broken so vein on like, Freud's thigh. It was a bruise, literally from like knee to bum. Oh. And that was that was the point of impact. <gasps> For the rest of your life. For the rest of my life. Oh, Do you know what? I don't even fucking like thirty nine steps. I think it's a shit play. Oh, don't you? Controversial. Everyone loves thirty nine steps. Oh, well, fuck. I'm not. I saw, I saw it once. Can't remember. Yeah, literally, I can't remember. Really. I was in it. I can't remember much about it. <sighs> Lots of people shouting things a lot. But yeah, funny. so that was my. Uh, no, I mean, I I, I live... My second for, to last foray. I live for stage fuck-ups. Um, and there's nothing more dismaying or delightful than someone forgetting their words on stage. Mm-hmm. And it's happened... I mean, it's happened to me a few times, but I'm normally quite good at fudging it, or I've managed to do it in ways that... When I was very little, I managed to cut fucking, like, 20 minutes out of a play... <laughs> because I fucked up one line I don't remember this happening but my mum swears it blind I fucked up one line and then that triggered something to happen which then meant that they couldn't backtrack and we basically missed out a whole oh my god what was it? it was a, a kids musical called A Dragon for Dinner and I don't remember the plot or anything I was yeah. I was the king and was this with your school? no this was with my the drama club we went to and I don't remember the context, but I do remember that about two songs were cut. And I feel like that can't possibly have just been my fault. No, someone because... had to actively make that decision. And also, with a kid's play in a fucking church hall, I feel yeah. like the teacher should have come on stage and just been like, um, we're just having a bit of a problem, we're just going to backtrack, rather than letting people who've worked hard miss yeah. out like 20 minutes of their play. But I've never had any huge fuck-ups, but I've been on stage and... um. Uh, a friend of mine um, was playing my husband in an Inspector Calls. We were playing the parents. I love an Inspector Calls. Actually, that plot stuck with me for a long time. Yeah, it's a really good play. It's a very great twist. It's difficult to stage because it is just people chatting. It's, and it's all, in one, all in one room, all round a dinner table. So it's yeah. hard to make it interesting. But it's a pretty decent production with a good cast. It was just a, like, we'd graduated uni, but it was at my old uni, so I was... Mm, early 20s and um, but the trouble with the inspector calls is that it's all about how these family members have a relationship to the mystery dead girl um 
Or how they all impact each yeah. other. So if somebody fucks up their line, you can't really help you them out. Yeah. Well, no, but also you just can't help them out oh, because it's a revelation to you. Yeah, it's right? a revelation That's to me. So I can't. Yeah, there's nothing helpful I can do. You can't go. Oh, but dear, didn't you yeah. fire her? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's nothing you can because you cannot. And um, and God bless the guy playing Mr. Burling. Sorry if you're listening you're an angel you you did the best you could possibly do he's got so many lines that character he spends the whole first part of the play just monologuing about how great he is and about how the titanic's about to set sail blah 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 and then he has another huge monologue where he explains his relationship to the dead girl after the inspector yeah. arrives and <laughs> i could just look you just look in someone's eyes and you just know that they and this bloke just looked and he he was just floundering and we needed him to get us to the next chunk of the plot. There was no one else who could really do it. And he, t- he did at one point, you got Gerald, who's the daughter's fiancé. Yeah. And he's like, uh, Gerald, didn't, didn't you have something you wanted to say? <laughs> and, um, and the bloke playing Gerald also knows that really no one can save him. And he's like, oh no, sir, I'm sorry, I don't recall... And then, and then Mr. Berlin goes, do you know, I've quite lost my train of thought. <laughs> I mean, bless him. I feel bad. This is not my story to tell, really. But we, um, we, he's never lived that time. Just oh, you were a first row witness, you thought. Oh, and, and, um, thing is, very shortly after this point, we weren't there yet, but me and the daughter excuse ourselves to the drawing room. Yeah. And I was like, just for something to happen on the stage, and also because I'm jumping off this fucking sinking ship, I was like, well, if you've nothing more to say, uh, Sheila and I will uh, retire to the ladies' room, blah, 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 blah. Like, hilarious. I was just like, bye, bye, bitch. I'm gone. I'm gone. And, (laughs) And in the same play, you've got the inspector here, and he's interrogating Eric, who is the son. Uh huh. Um, and Eric reveals his relationship with the young girl. He was shagging her, wasn't he? He was shagging her. But oh my god, my record it was a great story. Well I both both of the me. young male characters were shagging, shagging her. Well yeah. oh, it turned out that she wasn't real. Yeah. Oh, plot twist, sorry. Didn't wanna spoilers for a play I mean, that's it's, like, it's it's a hundred years, years old. Years yeah. old yeah. It's must be over a hundred years yeah. old. And then You're fine. And uh <laughs> so uh he goes, um so the guy playing Eric is again the whole play is just epic monologues broken up by the inspector going like hmm oh interesting so Eric's doing his bit of monologue about how he knew the girl and how they met Uh and then the inspector goes and then you had sex with her but we're not there yet oh no he's got so much more monologue to do so uh, the guy who was playing Eric was like well actually um and then backtracked and was like and then we went to a bar together and carried on his monologue. Yeah, yeah. And then when he'd finished that chunk of monologue, the inspector goes, and then you had sex with her. <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and the guy playing Eric was like, no. <laughs> and he just kept going back. And it was like... And then, and then when it, saying sex! And then when it did get to the bit, the, the person playing Eric did like an almost imperceptible kind of like, Nod, like, yeah. and so that the bloke playing the inspector could be like, and, and then you had sex with her. Oh, yes, I did. 
Finally, I had sex with her. Oh, God. Oh, fucking... Absolute travesty. I love that. Now, I am... Um, my friend, Bev... Oh, yes. ...is still part of an amateur dramatic society. Is she? Society. Oh, cool. She's very good. She's a phenomenal singer, and I... I'm not going to say I'm the most supportive friend, because I don't go to everything. Yeah. But... You try. I Especially if she's principal cast. Oh, yeah. I'll go. You know, if she's chorus... And I'm feeling particularly generous in time. I will go as well. But she's been cut off. Oh, she's why? She's been cut off. I'm not going to any fucking more that she's not oh, no, why? the main actress in. Was there something really, really bad? Oh, bear in mind, they're dreadful, right? She's great. She's amazing. But everybody else is not. It's yeah. terrible, you know. And... It's also like expensive ticketing. Oh yeah. Like we think you're paying you're paying twenty quid to see someone who's not a professional waste your time for three and a half hours. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think there's a lot of worthy Andrew, but there's also a lot of chaff in the world. Yeah. And I try and be honest with people. I'm like, if you come and see this, you're coming to support me. Yeah. Or I will say to people, my part is really small, but I genuinely think this is quite funny yeah. or whatever. Okay. Right. So we went to see she wasn't in it, but she was like, oh, you know, the she wasn't in this one, but the production company was doing Singing in the Rain. And she was like, oh, I just want to go and support yeah. my friends in the production company. Like, my schedule couldn't work out. Blah, 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 will you come with me? Yeah. And I said, yes, but I'm not paying. <laughs> okay. Well, so she bought the tickets. So she bought the tickets. Okay, cool. So I was like, you want company. I don't want to go. So, so you need you to pay. pay yeah. Or I'm not going. Yeah. Um. And we went, and it was opening night. Opening night. And my God, it was the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh my God, really? It was terrible. Headlines are as follows. Hit me. None of them could sing. <laughs> Good. You'd think, you know, statistically. Yeah. Next headline. None of them could dance. <laughs> And it's a very tap-heavy musical. It's a very tap-heavy musical. None of them could fucking tap. You've got to do the fucking, you know, good morning. Because we did it in the Amdram I belonged to a couple of years ago. So I knew that it was a lost cause within the first ten minutes. I was like, you've wasted my fucking time and you've wasted your own pissing money. Yeah. So in the first... Now... Bear in mind, it was only a few years ago, and I've still not maintained a lot of the plot. I feel like I tried to scrub a lot so of it. Singing in the Rain doesn't really have a plot. No. It's it's people making a movie, yeah, that's it. Pretty much. So, the idea is, the main, the lead guy... Yes. You get, like, a little backstory of the lead guy and how he's now in movies, and he used to be part of a tap-dancing, violin-playing duo. Yes. Right? Setting the scene. By the way, I've done that in 20 seconds and that's all the fucking show needed. <laughs> but, right, so it's this tap dancing violin playing duo and there's this yeah. whole tap number with the violins to introduce it because it's like a think back. Oh, when I was young, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So as already stated, none of them could tap. And this was a tap number. So that's Just cut it then, like cut it, like cut it. it's fine. No one cares enough. What happened next was the best and worst thing I've ever seen in Andra. <laughs> okay. Hear me. The male lead of Singing in the Rain. Yes. The, the main guy, the Gene Kelly. It was Gene Kelly, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the Gene Kelly. 
whilst he was doing his tap dancing performance with his fake violin playing, a lot of spins, a lot of tricks, a lot of taps that weren't even in fucking time because it's supposed to be synchronised, but that's by the by. His trousers started to fall down. <laughs> no. I swear down, I shit you not, I literally sat there and I just, I turned to Bev and I went, that's not supposed to be happening, is it? She went, no, it's not. And I just went, you fucking wasted my time. <laughs> the guy didn't check that his trousers were done up. Well, I'm assuming he, he, he had a fucking fiddle in his hand. What's he going to oh, do? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, he did nothing, obviously. He had to just allow them. He continued dancing and allowed his trousers to fall How far down. did they fall? They got to knees. So he was just pants. Yeah, he was just, just pants. pants. I mean, thank God he was wearing pants. But, but also, uh, the sort of joke is that, you know, he wasn't particularly great and he was like a vaudeville act. So he could have jokingly worked yeah, no, it in. it was dreadful. I mean, I felt sorry for You've him, got to acknowledge it. The audience will appreciate it more. Yeah, it was dreadful. And then, as I said, so the whole, the next big plot point is that the lead female is dubbing speaking and singing voice for a famous... Yes actress because this is at the advent of talkies um, talkies yeah. yeah before it was a silent cinema she couldn't fucking sing that's your job <laughs> that's, mate that's the, why you're the whole here. joke the whole joke the whole play hinges around the yeah. idea that lena can't sing but that the other woman the protagonist yeah. the love interest woman can yeah she couldn't fucking sing. <laughs> it was, there was nothing, honestly, it was, I'm not the best singer in the world. And I also have a very bad ear for other singers. Like, you know, some people can be like, oh, that's really pitchy. And I'm like, and I'm yeah, like, yeah it sounds it? fine. No, I think it sounds like, I think she sounds great. Yeah. Uh, but this was fucking terrible. And then, oh and then, so as we've established, it's going from silent cinema to talkies. Yes. Right. So, in order to help build the storyline, they were showing pre-recorded silent films. Okay. okay. Yeah, we did that yeah, as yeah. well, yeah. They shot them all in Priory Park. Of course. Didn't care about people in the background. Oh, no. So, bear in mind, it's technically a period piece. Yeah, of course it's, it is. It's set it's in the 20s or whatever, before. yeah. Yeah, it's 100 years before. So it's a it's obvious. Not to mention that the films themselves yeah. are period pieces. So the play exactly. is set in the nineteen twenties or whatever. Yeah. But they're also set like during well, like Regency yeah. times or exactly. something. So it's like double period. Double period people. And there's just Joe Bloggs. <laughs> oh no. It's so from, from a council estate with his bike smoking a fag on the ground. Oh, in you're joking. Park. But like Prairie Park is a nice park, it's I a believe. Nice park. There are lots of places you can have a nice Private wall places. behind you. Quiet places. Yeah. The silent films themselves are actually terrible. But the pied de resistance was they had to keep lowering this screen oh so that they could project no. the film onto no. it. Was it just like No. So it was the Palace Theatre. Oh, yes. Which does not have some of the mob cons that, for instance, Christopher Pavilion would have. No. So it looked, to my unlearned and untrained eye, looked as if it was having to be manually lowered on a pulley system. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was like... For the tape, Freuder is doing a sort of zigzaggy motion with 
her arms yeah. and as it's like coming the left down. Would come down and the right would catch up and the right would go down and the left would catch up and, then, oh, and you know you just sat there and you go thank fuck I didn't spend any of my own money watching <laughs> because my time whilst precious is nothing if I'd spent 20 quid to watch this shit considering I don't know any of them yeah so you're not getting any second hand enjoyment out I'm of... not supporting my friends yeah. in this it was the biggest pile of wank <laughs> I've ever seen. I refused to clap at the end. <laughs> it was that bad. Is it not even because I've seen a lot of shit, but sometimes it's like, oh, they're having fun. No, you know when you're like, do you know what? I'm a chuck on my bone because they've all tried hard. Yeah, and I can see if I was. Or like, like there's things that are out of the control, like the shitty projector yeah. screen. But yeah, if you don't feel like I did, they didn't deserve it. Bev's giving him a standing ovation and I'm literally stood there. And I was on the end of an aisle seat as well. So we just sat there like... <laughs> she was the actual sass. She's looking at me she's like, would you just stand up? I was like, no, they don't deserve it. <laughs> I was furious. Oh my Absolutely God. Absolutely furious. That is hilarious. So cross. That has to be the worst thing I've ever seen. I've been in some absolute shitters in my time. <laughs> but I actually think if anything was going to get a U, it would have been that production. What is that? Exactly. You get a U. And I'm, I'm allowed to you give out U's. You, you get, get a, a U. U. Everyone gets a U. And I'm allowed to give out U's because I have received a U. Yes. <laughs> I have to, oh my God. The funniest example of like a bad play I've seen. I'm trying to think if anyone I know who was in it would would be listening. I'm just going to have to do it. Do it. If you were in this production and you're listening. A Huge, huge appalls. Your efforts and your talents are not in question. You obviously had limited resources mm. and you tried your best and I appreciate it. And it was many years ago now. So I've graduated uni at this point, but some of my friends haven't. So I go back. Oh, I feel really bad putting people on blast. I'm just going to have to do it. Yeah. Um, and the play was a version of The Three Musketeers. Oh, God, I already think it's dreadful. Um, and it was directed by some lads I knew. a bloke doing the fight choreography with a mate of mine. And some of my mates were in it. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so the odds were against them because... Um, Obviously, the theatre... The, the theatre. The university had two theatre spaces, but obviously not available. Um... So they were doing it in like the SU on the little stage. Oh, it's like God. the club, Awful. you know. So they've got no set, nothing to set the scene apart from like music um, and their costumes. Um, so odds what are against the side them. side eye on the costumes there? <laughs> because the costumes were particularly wonderful. <laughs> I mean, they come out, a mate of mine comes out. His thing is, the, there were only like three female characters and they all had quite nice period appropriate costumes that uh-huh. have been hired from a local place I feel like probably the ladies took it into their own hands yeah. to make this happen but then some of the blokes were extremely like sanctos like laissez faire a uh, bloke comes on he's just got like a white shirt and black trousers oh fuck off mate um, was it, did it, was it even <clears throat> frilly? no oh. no frilly shirt like a fucking long black curly wig uh, and a gold cape. He was supposed to be the king. He was supposed to be the king. And he's wearing a, a shirt, sleeves, and gold cape. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, and then 100%. the first thing that happens, hundred <laughs> percent. The first thing that happens. So I didn't even do it on purpose. Um, and the first thing that happens is they have a sword fight with like these like joke shop swords that fucking oh. break on stage. Oh, no! They come away from the hill, the no! plastic hill, 
And and you could tell the poor blokes didn't really know what to do with that. Did they have sound effects of like? No, ching, no, it was just like ching, ching. plastic clanking together, like clank, clank, clank. Oh god. There might have been some. I can't remember honestly. It was years ago now, but um. Then the bloke comes on dressed as a cardinal. Yes, wonderful. Who didn't do a bad job acting-wise, but good lord, his cardinal outfit, uh, his red cardinal outfit was made of towels. Of red towels from Primark. Complete with, you know, how a lot of, you know, like flannel towels, frilly towels. Um, You know, a lot of towels will have sort of a bit of, like, um, embroidery along the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a hem. So yeah. that's all still there. And he's got, you know, how a cardinal will have a a, a long robe and then, like, a little cape and then a yeah. little hat. All made out of towels. Red Why towels. Why could he not have just got a red dress? Don't know. And a red bolero or something ridiculous. Or just, like, some red material. Yeah. If you're going to make it. But no, they obviously didn't know what to do, so towels. And honestly, that was when I started crying with laughter. That's when you started, not before that. This was quite early in the play. Okay. Um, Like, scene number two. And I started, like, just crying with laughter. I was sat next to a bloke who had to shove his whole scarf in his mouth to not laugh. Yeah. It was just so brilliant. So brilliant. A lot of continuingly interesting costume choices. They weren't consistent. Like, if everyone had been shit, it would be like, this was a student production. But some people's costumes are really good. I know, it was just generally a bit too long, a bit stilted, sorry. It was a bit too long, a bit too, you know, this could have been cut, this could have been cut. Um, Because they'd adapted it themselves, I think. And um, some of the acting was good, some of it wasn't. And then there was this moment, I don't, I can't, fuck me can I not remember the the plot of Three Musketeers but this evil woman gets her head chopped off at the sort of at the end um, and they're having like a trial and then she kneels down and somebody swings an axe and then the lights go out and it was like a rare moment of like oh there was some dramatic tension there Yeah, she did a really good performance she was evil she got her head chopped off lights out we can't chop an actress's head off. Yeah, well, I mean, there'd be some complaints. The scene was handled well. Almost immediately, the lights come back up. Oh, no, and what, you see her. And you see her, like, and all the other actors in the scene on their way out of the stage. Oh, for and And this, this girl, she just, I mean, I can't portray it over podcast, but she just makes this face of just, like, she like she sort of sighs with her arms wide, like yeah, oh, like <laughs> what like, was that? What point? what what can I do with this? Yeah. I've tried. This is a, this is this is a mess. Uh, some people didn't come back after the interval. I did because I'm too polite. And then I went and spoke to somebody I knew who'd been on the creative team afterwards, and I was like, "Well done, mate. Really good show." And then why I, did you lie? Because I'm weak and. Uh, <laughs> And then I went to the toilet and realised I had mascara running down no, my face. No, he laughed that hard. And I'm like, maybe he just thought I was really moved. <laughs> like, By the evil woman having her head chopped and, and the brilliant costume choices. Yeah. Oh, it was just classic student production, yeah. but it was so many different elements that just made me cry with that laughter. Was ridiculous. Yeah, I got I got round off with this one story. So one of my favourite productions I've ever done was it was Doctor Faustus, which is like a uh, like a Shakespeare era play about a man who sells his soul. Marlo, it? it is Christopher Marlowe. Um, I'm aware. He was a contemporary of Shakespeare, and yeah. uh, it's about a man who sells his soul to the devil. And I am obsessed with this play. I wrote my dissertation about it. I loved I, it. Do you know what? Never seen it. No, yeah, I mean, it depends on the production. It's not particularly interesting. I just like that idea. 
Um, I wrote my dissertation about people selling their soul and stuff. And uh, and then I got the chance to direct a production of it, so I did. I was also in it, in the chorus. Oh, I wrote a theme tune. Yeah. Theme tune. Well, I like performing, and I'm like, it was going to be sort of set in like pre-war, sort of a pre-war Germany vibe. No. Lots of like that kind of era music. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to let and it's going to be very dance heavy and I'm like I'm not letting everyone else have the fun with dance I want to be in the oh. dance I'll be in the background so there was a cast of about 10 um, did two performances two nights in a row one was in my mate's hometown in uh, Hertfordshire and one was in Winchester so we're at the Winchester venue it's been quite difficult we got there and they hadn't prepared any of the lights according to my tech spec oh. so the tech setup took fucking forever in a time where we'd been told we were going to be able to rehearse. Um, and it was just, they didn't have anyone to manage the bar, so we had to like beg our friends to run the bar. It was just a bit of a mess. Um, but the first act is done, sorted. So we're in the dressing room, which is like a nearby room, having a little break, waiting for act two. Act two opens with like a big dance number. Uh, and it starts with me and two other girls coming on, doing a little dance together before the rest of the cast come and join us. It's like a little montage of things happening. Um, so we're in the, fir- in the dressing room having a moan about all the things that have gone wrong with the tech and just waiting. And it feels like the interval's going on forever because, you know, um, the venue manager is going to come and signal to us when it's time, like, you have, a, like, a beginner's call, yeah. which is, like... Beginners to the stage, which means, like, if you're one of the first people on the stage, you need to be ready now. And so we're sort of, like, hovering in the corridor, not really knowing what's going on. And then we hear the opening music for that big number. And when I tell you, I have never run so fast in my life. (laughs) Luckily, I was stood there with the two other girls who was dancing with me. And we just tore through this corridor, ran, and like, we, we were late on stage, but we just ran to our places and just picked up the dance from yeah. where it was. And it was just such a perfect moment of like, when you're working in a team and everyone acts like a hive mind. Because I didn't have time to tell anybody what was going on. Yeah. But obviously the word had got around and everybody just came in and joined in where they could. And like got to where they needed to be but like to just be like oh we've got ages until the show starts and then you hear the opening music yeah and oh my god the panic the panic and i've never run so fast in my whole fucking life <laughs> but you know when you just you don't, there's no time to make a decision yeah scott do it now just get on with and it. And luckily everyone else was also on the same page. I mean, oh God. Uh, but if nobody had followed me, I would, would have been... Would you ever use that venue again? Uh, well, I mean, it was a very long time ago, so the whole team is probably different. Yeah. But I would be hesitant to. You know, it would have, it, everyone watching would have just thought it was like some intro music yeah. before we came on. Um, and my mum and dad and, and everyone didn't notice anything amiss, but I knew. I fucking knew. Well, when you work so long as well, creating. Yeah, you? thirty seconds. It's like I like that thirty yeah. seconds. I've put I like them, that bit. I've put them there on purpose. That's some of my best ankle work. Joe, so that was another thing because there were no wings in this space, which we didn't know. Yeah. So if you had to go off stage, you had to go off. You had to leave. You had to leave the room. <laughs> and after begging and begging and begging, they finally stuck up a curtain on a flat. So there was about six feet of concealed space on one side of the room. 
which you could use as an off stage. So everybody just exited stage left. Exactly. All the time. All the time. If you were going off stage for a long time, I was like, go all the way out. But if you're not on stage for a while, then you need... You you might as well just stay in that tiny bit. And I know it's uncomfortable, but you're just going to have to stay there and you're going to have to be dead quiet. Yeah. Um, And it just so happened that everybody came on from that side of the stage at the opening of the play. So there's like 10 or 11 people, plus, just, plus all the props, in like a six-foot square space. <laughs> And I would never forget it. We were sat on the floor to try and minimise movement because we didn't want the audience to fucking tell that we were there. And um, we were all there in our matching costumes and just, like, quite nervous and a bit fraught from the fraught day and the poor technical handling. And uh, my mate, Bernadette, um, just let off the most enormous fart. <gasps> just absolutely rippled through that space and shook the floor. And... There was oh, nothing we could do. Yes. There was nothing we could do and nowhere we could go. Right. But it was I've I I laughed. I I I was just crying with laughter because we everyone just as one was just like And you know when you're close when you can yeah. you can tell whose fart it was yeah. as well and everyone turned to her and her face was just like so <laughs> you can not move, can not make any noise yeah. because there's audience filing in outside and we're trying to keep on the download but yeah but you can let out a rippler an absolute rippler i think that's a great note to finish on i think what well, that's a great yeah. note to finish on <laughs> definitely definitely i mean great work from bernadette yeah. we'll definitely be bringing that up the next time i see her 100 percent. she's gonna be fuming that yeah. i added that in but Fuck it, mate. i've really today for the most part the tragic stories have not been the the, the person who's we've tragic in them. Yeah, we've not been. The I've subject. been kind of innocent, but um. I'll actually know saying that I literally was. As you always, literally did a massive turn. I'm always the uh, the main protagonist in the story. <laughs> there is no point in a story if I'm not in it. Essentially, <laughs> in my world, because I am a star. Literally. So, um, thank you for listening to Misery Loves Company. Season finale. Season yes! one in the bag. Done. I think we'll probably maybe have a holiday special because yeah. I do have a Christmas story I've been saving. There is many a Christmas story. And Considering we spent lots of Christmases together yes. as well. And then maybe come back for season two in yes. 22. Yeah. 2022. 2022. Um, however, saying that, we want to queue up people and your tragic stories and you've got lots of time to ruminate on them now Uh, so if you have a story of your own we would love to hear from you you could be a guest or you can write in anonymously um uh everything is kept anonymous and you can get in touch with us at miserypodcast at gmail.com our intro music is zombie funk by steve baloney Unfortunately, um, Charlotte's been keeping me abreast. <laughs> no, I was, I was not out. All it's, of the Steve Poloni going on. Because we now follow Steve Poloni on Instagram. Do, and he put indeed. up the other day that it was his um, anniversary. So congratulations, yeah, Steve. Yeah, so I, just, I, I think it was the middle of a work day. <laughs> Literally in the middle of a work day, I just get a text from Charlotte going, it's Steve Poloni's anniversary today. <laughs> Don't out me on the podcast as like checking Instagram during the work day. Jesus. But I was just, do you know when you look at something, you know when you're really busy and you look at a text, you go, what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, by the time, if you notice, I didn't respond to you till the next day. I probably. didn't need a response. I just wanted to share it I with you. I appreciated it once I had the time to consider it, but it was one of those things in the middle of the work day, you just go, not now. Not now. Not now. I don't need to know about Steve Poloni and his happy, <laughs> his happy marriage. 
But anyway, anyway thanks, the song's Steve. called Zombie Funk and happy anniversary, Steve Maloney. <laughs> and if you perverts want to follow us, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Misery Loves Cast. We've been Shardin and Freuder. We will still be Shardin and Freuder for season two. 100%. Um, but just, you know, this time we've been Shardin and Freuder. <laughs> Join again in probably a couple of months. Yeah. Yeah, we'll let you know. Keep an eye, uh, keep an, a weathered eye out on social media platforms. Um, and hopefully by that point, we'll have so much more misery to bring you. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. You bring the misery and we will definitely bring the company. Or is yeah, it the other way it's around? It's the other way is around. It the other way yeah. <laughs>